What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets in the car, while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Volume. Just a reminder, you can catch us recording this podcast live on AMP. AMP is a new live radio app that lets you call in and chat with us in person while we're recording. Get the app on Apple's App Store and make sure you follow us at at Jenkins and Jones to get notified when we go live. If you so desire. <laughs> Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. I'm going to get things kicked off. John and Tyler are boosting engagement as we speak because we're live on AMP as we are every Sunday and uh, in our midweek episode. Uh, as always, Jenkins and Jones hosted by Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Well, Jethro Jenkins, a.k.a. John. What's up, Bubba's? Mr. If You Desire. <laughs> if you so desire. <laughs> Jackson Saffon producing. I'm, uh, you, I'm you Cardi been watching Bean. Little Women? <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about white television before this, okay? I was in the mood. I was, you so I was desire. If it satisfy, my lord, please. Right. Me liege. Post a quote tweet of the link to the show, sire. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, uh, John and Jackson and I are uh, proving to you that we will die for this podcast shit. We are coming to you live from the eye of the storm, Hurricane Hillary, currently in Southern California. Um, Ty- you know, Tyler was a true East Coast friend because I feel like everyone on the East Coast who love people in Southern California checked in ahead of time and was like, I know you don't know what to do with hurricanes, so I just want to make sure that you're prepared and that everything's good. Uh, But as it turned out, uh, for most of Southern California, I know there's some flooding in the deserts uh, and up in the mountains and stuff, but for most of Southern California, 
basically we got like an inch to two inches of rain, uh, which was record setting, but uh, otherwise unremarkable. <laughs> but we did get an earthquake in the middle of the storm, John. Yeah, yeah. Magnitude. Mm. Did you did you feel that at all? Yeah. I didn't feel it. I didn't feel a, a, a lick of it. I don't know. Maybe we I got our, our house is out. on a it's on a raised foundation. It's on a post and beam. They did that in Long Beach because we had a, a like an 8.0 in 1932. So everything that was built here is on what's like a biggest? raised foundation. Sorry, what's the is it, is it that, 8.0? It was big. It knocked basically the, the whole city down. The but so as a result, you know, shit that happened gotta be like the, the 1932 was much bigger, oh, bigger than, than the Northridge. Okay, but, okay, oh, yes. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. But it, it, it basically eight, knocked the whole city down. Yeah. But is 8.0 the biggest on the Richter scale? Is there something higher than 8.0? I imagine well, it goes yes. on the 10 point scale. I imagine. Really? Yeah, but the thing to remember about the Richter scale is it's exponential. So, like going from a 7.0 to a 7.1 is not like 0.1 higher, like the logarithmic scale it's would extra, suggest. Ex, it's, it's, expon- it's, it's exponent yes. higher. Yeah. So yeah. going up like point 0.1 each point 0.1 you go up it's like you know orders of magnitude basically yeah yeah, yeah. but but anyway um yeah man how, how's everyone doing the, the the hurricane didn't get anyone down john jackson nah, you good we, we cool man we over i i think i mean we drove home from rather's parents crib like right before it was supposed to hit at five and it was worse then than it has been since you know what i mean like it's just been a little bit of drizzle, bro. You know, my, my feet got wet. I had to put on some. I, I took my socks off when I wore my flops instead. You know what I mean? I didn't like and wore them barefoot. Like, that's the only change, really. It hasn't been that big of a deal. Thankfully. Yeah. Thankfully. You know what I mean? Yeah. We were just talking about there are people on social media who are like, oh, people said this storm was going to be, you know, the media manipulating us, trying to distract us from how much money Biden is stealing to give to Ukraine. Oh, God. <laughs> I didn't, I, <laughs> drives me fucking I bananas. It drives me fucking insane. I don't believe any of that bullshit. Thank God that we had the information we had, right? I'm but so turn- excited for this, but <laughs> I turned on the news. This is yeah. I turned on the news. I don't know if y'all saw this. A newscaster had taken some footage from his house prior, and Rather can speak to it. Like he was like, hopefully they can show it's really starting to flood, bro. It was like water from like a foot in front. Of, I swear, I'm not. No, this is not an exaggeration. A foot and a half outside of his from his curb. That was like. I mean, you, he could have stepped over it, and <laughs> and I'm like, this is the footage that you needed them to shoot to. Like I, I'm, I'm looking. I'm. Lo- <laughs> I didn't realize I had the shit face while watching it. I was like, like what the, f- like this is what these niggas is talking about right now. Like. You feel me? Rather's gonna be like, like staring at me because I was disgusted by it. Bless you, but dog, bro. Like so, like there, there was some sensationalism involved about what we did have, but the way they handled it, you know, leading towards it was obviously the way to handle it. You know what Can, I mean, be, bro? It's, it's it just comes down to Southern California just does not get inclement weather because. We fucking get tornado warnings every other week here in in. in that's Virginia. what I was telling Rather. That's we what I was telling Rather. Bro, that shit don't stop shit. Like we keep it move. You know what I'm saying? We keep it moving, but but like I said, I just think California's just not used to inclement weather. I don't. Yeah, it's it's. Bro, Tyler, I, I, Tyler's I wish, I looking at us it. like our heads are triangular. It. Bro, no, 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 bro. Like I've I, I was riding driving to a. Driving to like Forest Park in St. Louis to go on a run, and the tornado warnings went off, and I kept driving. Didn't stop. Nope. The, the street. Everybody's like, nigga, like, bro, you hear you hear that fucking 
a tornado warning interruption, and it's more of an inconvenience than a warning. It's like, it's like bro, yeah. can we please go back to what we were watching? We do not need <laughs> right. to see this shit, right? You interrupted my TV show, nigga. Like yeah. the game on, bro. You feel me? Like, if, like, dog. It's it's so normal. Every Monday when I was in Alabama, we had a we had a, we had a warning. Like it, it was yeah. like every Monday they they would put it on like to make sure it still worked. But Doing, at the, but at ahead, the same time, you got to kind of adjust for inflation with. With with you know regions that are used to the inclement weather and regions that aren't right like yeah, it will genuinely not, flood we, yeah. with like an inch of rain here yeah, yeah no yeah. but bro bro but yes I'm not talking about that I'm talking about a nigga recording water that's a foot and a half <laughs> do you think he out ever saw water just streaming down his block though ever it was in his, a foot in his Southern California ass life though. it was a foot and a half of water it that's was, a lot of water for he, a southern he, californian to see just flowing down their street if, though if he stepped if he stepped in it it would have been under his ankle like my <laughs> nigga yes he's seen it we saw that it, it, know, uh, throughout bro. this year listen, we listen. Seen it throughout this year i'm gonna we not I'm, see that throughout this year this year has been decently wet like this bro, is a, this go, go ahead go ahead i googled up on on you know to see you know what you know how how Hillary hit y'all in Southern California. And I saw the first line was Palmdale gets hit with record rainfall. I clicked on that motherfucker. You know what the record rainfall in one day for Palmdale was? Two fucking inches. <laughs> that is in every other Wednesday here, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, and like I said, I'm not at all trying to be the, the tough guy. Oh, y'all don't know what to do with rain. No, like I said, it all comes down to the infrastructure and how shit isn't built to handle these certain these certain conditions, right? So so that's my whole shit. Like, like you might be clowning, but he legitimately have might have never seen a stream of, you know, 18-inch water striding down his fucking block ever in Southern California as well. It was 18 inch wide. So like if he stepped, it, it was I'm telling you, bro, it was 18 inches. From I his can't, curb, it wasn't. I know, I, wasn't I, know, I, know, I know, I know, I know, no, I know what you're saying. He was trying to do the like, here's the start of it, and then it right. never. And, and like, else ever he's like, this is what's happening. It's only been raining for two hours, and this happened. I'm like, nigga, bro, that I, at Alabama one time, it rained so hard in a matter of an hour that wa- it went from clear to water being six feet from my front door in the yard, bro. You know what I mean? And no, n- bro, it. Uh, it stopped raining. We went to school right afterwards. No update. Record is like nigga. It was like it was like six inches from my uh, six six feet from my front door of my house. You like what, all, what's crazy is? Did you hear that the Los Angeles Unified School District has canceled classes for Monday? I, I heard something like that. just to make sure everything's good. <laughs> what 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 rather called was rather like well new well people in the Tulane called when uh that happened was uh, a hurricane. We're like a when hurricane. hurricanes would happen, but this happened over two inches of, of rain, bro. Like it's not two inches in most places. But just to drive home Tyler's point. Two inches so, where we at? We're not so we, right? we we got Long Beach got an inch and a half of rain. So which, it's not even so it's not even two inches. Which, which makes wow. it yeah, yeah, yeah. Which makes it the second wettest August in the history of Long Beach. Not uh, the whole I, I want to be clear, not the second wettest August day, the second wettest August <laughs> month. month. Right. The Jesus month. Christ, bro. Because <laughs> bro, bro, nigga, two inches of snow will fall in an hour and a half in most yeah. places, bro. Well, that's like I'm I'm looking at the I, I also have Googled up. I'm looking at the the annual climate in Richmond and their your annual precipitation is 40 41 inches of rain and look up like, st louis i wonder what st louis is 
because Long Beach, the when we we did just have a wet, we just had twenty inches of rain in Southern California, which was over the last year one of the wettest years. But our average rainfall, I think, is like eleven inches a year or something like that. Hold on. While you guys do this googling, I just want to say today was really a momentous day, though. There was a, two things happened. One, there was a hurricane and an earthquake in Southern California at the same time. Second thing that happened, Tyler took up for the white man on the podcast <laughs> publicly. So this has been a crazy day. I don't know how to handle like, it. But at the same time, I, I'm still blaming the, the powerful white people because like I said, this shit comes down to infrastructure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Let's be clear here. Let's set the record straight on where Tyler's right? that's where Lewis That's is... where our tax dollars need to be going. Uh, yes. <laughs> St. Louis is 34 <laughs> inches annually, okay. so about seven inches less than Richmond. Listen, listen okay. bro, like I've told you, there's a reason why why Virginia was fucking the cradle of this fucking country, why this is the first place that Africans got brought to. We are a fucking greenhouse. I'm yeah. telling you, humid and rainy as fuck out here, bro. It, it does we're, we're it fucking we're the, we're the fucking Amazon out here. <laughs> you know, we're the fucking Amazon rainforest out this bitch. I mean, like, like I said, an inch and a half today is the second wettest August ever, and your guys' annual August is four and a half inches of rain, which is, to me, crazy. But, you know? Yeah. That, and that's and Amer- don't look at fucking like it's March a- or April when it really rains out this month. Yeah. Like, yeah. In All right. Where I lived, it was 54 inches, and the record is 70, 74. <laughs> that's so, so much, that is so much rain, bro. <laughs> In Huntsville, in Huntsville, Huntsville where? North Alabama, where I, where I uh, went to high school at, and a little bit of college. That's so much rain. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. All right. I mean, that's the South. That's, 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 that's the fucking, shit. y'all be getting yeah. those fucking Gulf Stream storms, bro. Like, that's why y'all get all Bro, I'm telling Alabama, you, like, we have tornado season, bro. Yeah. Tornado season, my G. We're like, uh, like, the tornado warning comes off. That's just, hey, another day, dog. Like, I remember the first time it happened, I was crying and worried and shit. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> We're going down. You feel what I'm saying? Bro, you're a very nah. easily scared child from the stories you've told us about your childhood. Nigga, it was a tornado warning. You Nigga, feel me? You said, you said, you, what was it where, where you needed Jesus to comfort you in the, in, in the pile of towels? What was that about? Nigga, nigga, that was, uh, that was, nigga, a grown ass man said it was still scary. Shea Serrano, we was watching, um, uh, uh, damn, what was that? It was an alien movie. Shea Serrano said he watched it, it was still scary. It was based on a true story. Fire in the sky. That's what's called. Oh, fire, fire in the sky. No, but no, but no, but how were you firing? How were you firing the sky drop? Let's, let's get to the important questions. Like here. I was like, I was like, six, it was like. Six, oh, to be a bitch still. But no, the tornado warning happened when the tornado. Six, you were scared of nigga. aliens when you were like thirteen, bro. Nigga, this grown man who has children <laughs> said it was okay, a scary a fucking still movie. Be scary, but not scary enough to where you nigga. you were like. <laughs> I was twelve years old, motherfucker. Nigga, a twelve-year-old. Nigga, an alien abducted three grown men in the movie, motherfucker. They should have been scared. Shit, they asked my daughter got abducted. It wouldn't be in a movie, nigga. And I wouldn't be scared. Pray to Jesus on the fucking... (laughs) In my dirty clothes, nigga. You feel me? (laughs) Dog, come on, G. Yeah, I was scared of my parents getting divorced at 12. I can't make fun of anyone for their their sixth grade fears, bro. Bro, bro, but the the first tornado warning, I think I I was I was at like Mother Price's like daycare. You know why daycares just be like, you know, like at people's cribs, you know what I mean? So 
Like she would be. I remember I got wet once. She beat me with a shoe, nigga. I'm like, mom, why didn't you whoop that old bitch ass? Goddamn. <laughs> she dogged me out because I got wet. She shouldn't have let the damn anyway. Whatever. Her son saw a tornado. You feel me? Saw the tornado. And so we were in a in a closet. He, and so damn right, I was. You know what I'm saying? I was like six, five. You feel I, me? I was 18. The first and only tornado warning I've ever had. We were in Montana on the one of the dinosaur expeditions. We all had to go down to the basement, and me and the one other person from California there were scared shitless. We were fucking terrified, like because you could hear the siren in the town and shit going off. We were like. What's good? Like if like, we're like guys, what happens? Like if the if the house gets pulled off the top of us, like what's stopping the tornado? Y'all, 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 y'all thought this was uh... a. <laughs> Bro, I'm 27 years old. If I get caught in a tornado warning, <laughs> no, I'm gonna but... be fucking crying like a fucking baby. Are you out of your fucking mind? I was mind? six too, trying to like you was a bitch when you was a kid, Bro, weren't you? A tornado, crying because of really. tornadoes. Goddamn, I'm, I'm sorry. Get so... <laughs> during the during the fucking said... summer. During oh this God, summer, God. we get those shits like every other weekend. And I promise you, I'm just like, bro, please shut the fuck up so I can listen to Jeopardy. Like, <laughs> no, now, now, of course, bro. And when I was in St. Louis, I obviously was worried. When I was grown, I wasn't worried when I was in Alabama. But nigga, the first one I heard was at six years old, and we were hiding in a closet. They told us to hide in the closet. Oh, oh, I, I ain't he, mad at six year old you being scared. He said he of, saw of, the tornado. But that's I ain't mad at six year old you being scared. I said the first time I heard it. That was the first yeah, time yeah, I heard it. Yeah, I ain't mad at that. I'm just saying, right, you, were, you were in middle you school. You was a little punk ass nigga when you was. You were in middle school. You was a little whole ass nigga, right? I just want to know how you were in middle school scared of fictitious aliens, bro. That's what I'm thinking Aliens still aren't fictitious to me. Okay. They're still the not were you church. listening? I need to know this. Were you it listening? Wasn't... Were you listening to Snoop no, Dogg at this time? No, the church because because Tyler and I were <laughs> yes. Tyler and I were watching movies me? we shouldn't have seen at that time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you were listening Everybody... to Snoop Dogg and still scared of aliens at the same time. Nigga, yes, because Snoop that is that is was a conflict mine. of interest right there to me. How I feel like, that I feel like because I feel like if you're listening, Nigga. no, hear me out, hear me out, okay, hear me out. I feel like if you're listening to Snoop Dogg, you want to be grown as fuck. You realize the realities of what's out here. And then you're still scared of science fiction aliens at the same time. Nigga, it was it said based on true stories. It wasn't a science fiction. This wasn't aliens, bro. This was like some niggas in a small town, which I was in, my country ass. You feel me? They got scooped up out of their damn uh tow out of their damn pickup trucks and abducted. Nigga. And they took lie detector tests. That and and, and Shay Serrano, a grown ass man. You feel me? I don't. He never said he was as scared as you. He said it's scary. He said it's a scary movie, but he never said he was as scared as you. That's a difference, bro. Can I finish my point? He said (laughs) at his big age, like which is my big age now, that he saw it and was still like, "Woo, this is still scary." Yeah. So me at twelve, a fourth of the age I am, almost a fourth, not close to a third of the age that I am now. It's okay for me to be scared, nigga. No, no, no. Here's the point. You feel what I'm Here's saying? Here's the point. He I said, was tw- no, no, I you, was in you, you, sixth grade. You're missing. These niggas, you're, you're, these niggas that were my age now got abducted by aliens and dragged through the, you know what I'm saying? Dragged through the shit. They were stuffed with fucking gels. Have you seen the movie? It is okay for me to be frightened. My mom was scared. <laughs> No, no. Here's I the was point. upstairs, and I was upstairs standing in the hall. She walked out and was like, "Nigga, if you take your ass downstairs, because she almost jumped out her skin, because she was on edge too." 
You feel me? The whole house was fucked up on this movie. And you were beating me up in 2023 over something I did in sixth grade. I was 12. What are you going to do with a 12-year-old when he says he's scared because of some aliens? You're going to tell his bitch ass to go down. Nigga, listen to some Snoop, motherfucker. Turn on doggy style, fuck nigga. What? Oh, my God. Listen, bro. There's a difference between acknowledging a movie is scary and being scared of that movie, though. And I, I think that's not what you're seeing here. No, like, but it was it was a. It's, I'm gonna this tell is, you this. this I'm gonna tell you this. Me and the homies in middle school would have clown the fuck out you if we found out you were scared of aliens. That's in, cool. In that's cool. Like, that's like, cool. Like no, nah, no, nah, bro. Cool. Like, like and I would have fired nah. niggas up too as well because yeah, I could have nah, clown nah, too. But nigga, nah, bro, bro, like this is different. You saying yeah, this movie is scary and saying I was scared as fuck after this movie. There's a huge difference there, dog. I don't nigga. think Shay was riding with you how scared you were after Shay the movie. He, he he said the movie was scary. There's a difference, he bro. He said at 40, it still was like, Woo, yes, this it's is scary. He, he never said he was as scared as you. Because <laughs> he's 40, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? He's a 40 year man. When did he say he saw it? When did he say he saw it? At 40. He just watched okay. it recently and said he was scared. It's only 11 p.m. Texas time. Get Shea Serrano on the phone right now to judge whether or not John's a bitch. You feel me? Shay, we need a ruling. I I will say this. We were the last generation. Like, we had no protection against based on a true story. You know, like, everyone younger than us grew up saturated. The bullshit they got us was was based on actual events or or, or based on true, you know, know, descriptions or whatever the fuck, right? Like, they were hit you with the bullshit where the foundation is there, but, you know... The, the details you're getting aren't the same shit. Have you watched that movie? No, but I, I was bro, seventh grade. I just felt so grown in seventh Tyler, grade, bro. Like, I felt grown I was, too. I was too grown to be scared in seventh grade, I, dog. I, I, I felt grown too until niggas that was three times my age got scooped up and and and, and dragged into a motherfucking UFO, nigga. <laughs> but but it's just oh, shit. Man. I was. I thought I was grown. Seventh too. grade, I was like doing drugs, bro. I was smoking weed in seventh grade. Like, <laughs> I was scared of, of a movie aliens, dog. That, we like, we <laughs> were sneaking. We were sneaking weed into the dollar movie, my nigga. Why, you know what I'm saying? I Mark Young got his cell phone his older brother. You, you growing up to smoke the weed, but movie. still childish enough to be scared by the fake aliens. Nigga, it said based like on hell, true bro. stories. It said based on a true story. I'm like, <laughs> nigga, bro, you got it. This nigga, not, not, that shit felt like the realest shit I'd ever seen in my life. I'm like, these niggas got scooped. What if, and also, I have a wild imagination. What if these niggas come and scoop my ass? You feel me? I can't defend myself against them. These grown men couldn't Whoa. either. Damn. It makes sense. I thought the statute of limitations on being called a bitch for middle school was up, but he got you right between the eyes on that one. Bro. That's, that was very but, triggering for me. But, I, lived but in, I, was, I lived in fear of someone like squaring school, me up and school, calling me a bitch. You are never From a 40 year old man about a 12 year old. You are never God more damn. full of bullshit machismo in your life than you are at when you are in middle school bro that's why i was i was i was like bro because middle school is when you really think you're grown for the first time ever in your life that's why i was confused there bro and also i was downstairs in the basement by myself bro which i love every day other than that day (laughs) you feel me See that completely changes. That completely changes it. That completely changes it for me. That completely changes it for me. Seriously, you're in the basement by yourself. You're in the basement by yourself in sixth grade. That's a different world. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. All right. Uh, I think so. Let's see. We're 21 minutes into the podcast. Let's get to our first topic, uh, <laughs> which is <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> we thought it's gonna be a slow day until a nigga called the 12 year old version of him a whole ass nigga. <laughs> 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 uh, well, I've got more bad news for John, which is that the NBA has officially announced that the All Star oh, Game this God. upcoming season is gonna be in. Indianapolis, the home of the Indianimals, uh, the birthplace of the pork chop sandwich. Uh, John, pork tenderloin. Get it right. As a, world, as a pork aficionado, I'm gonna end up on that. I'm gonna end up on that same. I'm gonna end up on that same list. John's on. I don't want to. Uh-huh. I don't want to be on that list. John, uh, you uh, are to Indianapolis what uh, Joe Kim Noah is to Cleveland. Uh, <laughs> you know, famously did battle with the residents of Indiana. The last time that Indianapolis hosts the All-Star Game. Your thoughts upon uh, this announcement. It, it does feel a little like a personal shot at you, does it not? No, not at all. I think they said they're going to run it back. Also, you know, I won't be there, you know. Magic me. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> Y'all enjoy yourselves, bro. You know what I mean? You'll see me at Summer League. though. I'll be back in Vegas, but yeah, I ain't tripping off that. Also, I did see a video. This homie uh, sent me a video of like, something that happened in, in Indianapolis where this kid was, these people were like interacting with a child that was, had a little was on a paddle, paddle like uh, what's it? What's did you the see? Bikes, you saw that video? The bikes or the boats? The boats, the boats, yeah, the boats. You know what I mean? And it did look kind of like a that that looked good, but it doesn't take away from the fact that somebody told me to go to Subway when I asked for food, bro. You know what I mean? A good a good place in Indianapolis to eat. There's a new Subway right down the street. <laughs> Whatever, that's such man. a tough. That's such a tough <laughs> look. <laughs> said, Subway, Subway, bro. I'm a Subway. whole adult. I can't even stand the smell of Subway at this age. They put Subways you know in mean? gas stations, bro. <laughs> bro. Like, and this ain't that? the South. If they send me to a gas station or New Orleans or somewhere in the South, there was probably some fire-ass food there. You can get a great chicken plate from a gas station in Alabama or the best pub I ever had was, from, it was at a gas station in New Orleans. But, bro, he sent me to a Subway in Indianapolis, bro. It bro was, they told us uh, the reason they didn't have Subways in Japan is because they don't serve bread. They have like standards about it's like, you know, that what they're passing off as bread, they're like, it doesn't meet the country's standard. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. So it's not bread, bread. It's like it's, not- it's like couch cushion, basically. You know what oh. I mean? It's been painted to look like bread or some shit. I can't, man, I was... Yeah. Man. It's like Jackson yoga is, gym mats or some shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the same ingredient that's in gym mats. What, what sandwich bread. Y'all, I'm not even clouded. That was what sandwich did y'all get when, when y'all was subway niggas? Because we all was subway niggas at one point. Of course. Um, which one was bro, which one did I'm, y'all get? I, I, I got a funny ass. Don't story. say you was a meatball sub ass nigga, bro. I was. I was, <laughs> and, and that's a funny ass story here. Because here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Don't it takes me. a whole lot to fuck up a meatball sub, right? Like, they don't have real bread. You know that wasn't real meat. How many? bad people subs have you ever had in your life none i've never had none. one my nigga i stayed away oh, what? you never had not you never i had, had no meatball sub? sub no 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 you no, never no, had no, one no. meatball sub ever I, no no uh-uh, uh-uh. you never been in an italian deli and had a meatball sub bro i don't know if i've been into an italian deli nigga i don't like where like i don't an italian oh, deli nigga. where would nigga. i found that in st louis i mean maybe maybe at the hill it's italian no, I, feel like, I feel like st louis, st. louis is a, is a no, huge no, no, sandwich no, 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 it's, 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 it's sandwich is not a big part of St. Louis culture. No, no, I feel no, like they're no, a sandwich I, city, bro. There's a place called the Hill that has a, 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 a known Italian population, okay. but okay. you know, also it's a very segregated city too. So. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? You come to yeah. next time you come to Long Beach, I'll take you to Fogies okay. and we'll get a fucking meatball sub. This is I got, I got, a, I got, a, I got a fucking <laughs> hilarious subway story for y'all while while we're here. Um, like I said, someone someone mugged you. And you said, <laughs> <laughs> I will die before I let a motherfucker rob me in a subway. <laughs> <laughs> right, 
You just gotta put me on a t-shirt if I a motherfucker pull the strap on me in the subway, dog. Why? 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 Because for one, we we both we are both at the very bottom of our option list here. Like, why are you trying to to subjugate me even further at this moment? I don't want to be here. College bluff. You don't want to be college bluff. Right? Like, like, (laughs) I'll go lower than you. I'm already at the subway. Yeah, like, bro. Like, if you want to try to rob me at the subway, we just I just gotta die, bro. Because for one, I was not here for some shit I really wanted to begin with, right? Like, like my night's not going my way, you know, from jump. for the reason I'm here, so I don't give a fuck at that point. You know what but I'm saying? But the point is, like, but I don't want to go in a subway, nigga. You know what I'm saying? You, that's the last thing you smell is that fake bread <laughs> wafting in the air. Them trash ass chocolate chip cookies, nigga. You know what I mean, bro? You de- we all deserve better. Jesus we Christ, we do. But at the same time, at the same time, I want to see how low that person is willing to go. Because, like I said, we're both in hell at the moment. Yeah, I was just trying to make a Max's nice joke. But Tyler, tell your subway story, please. Oh. Funny ass story. Like I said, like John, sorry, is, John is going to clown because he's never had a meatball sub. But like you and I agree, Mike, it's so hard to fuck up a meatball sub, right? I have never had a bad meatball sub ever the, in my fucking life. The, the only way it's bad is if the bread does not hold together. And exactly. you end up with that, like, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, that mushy bullshit. Exactly. Right? So I get a craving for a meatball sub like once or twice a year. And and sometimes I hit Subway. Sometimes I hit my pizza joint. But this one time I was at Subway, right? And I had Summer on speakerphone. Right? And I ordered my shit. So you was grown, grown. This was like three weeks oh, ago, no, nigga. Yeah, nigga this, this, was, this was like, la- this was like, like March or some shit. This is like this <laughs> year, I feel like. Summer this nigga go to Subway. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, like, like, bro, I'm at Subway. I, you know, I'm talking to Summer. I got on speaker, whatever, whatever. I order my shit. And, like, there's very little shit you need to do to a meatball sub, right? You get a meatball sub. You get fucking the marinara, the the, the, the provolone melted on The cheese, on, yeah. Right? Yeah, and yeah. I was like, and I was, and, and you know, I got up, and I had Summer on speaker. And I got upset. You know, I was talking to the dude making my sandwich. And he was like, what you want on it? I was like, man, just just give me a little salt and pepper and like some green peppers on it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Summer says out loud, that dry ass sandwich. <laughs> and everybody there fucking <laughs> laughed when they heard that shit. Even the dude making my shit, bro. <laughs> Even the dude making Summer my shit. Summer literally the rich nigga. A Subway planet, employee <laughs> laughed at, at my wife saying, that dry ass sandwich. Bro, she basically put a gun out on you, bro. That's the lowest that it gets. <laughs> Right. Your wife Summer is your the fucking up. goat, bro. Oh, yeah. little meatball sub, she she nigga. did the it's she so did the she did the beans tweet. She did yeah, the cards she, she two tweet on you in real time. She said, See, this, this nigga eating beans. This nigga <laughs> eating beans, bro. This nigga eating yeah, beans. Yeah, bro. Everybody laughed at me. Like if I was an embarrassed motherfucker, I'd be embarrassed, but that shit was fucking hilarious. Oh, all so. you was laughing until course yeah, you was, was laughing. That was a banger, bro. Dry ass sandwich. Oh my god. All right. Subway Chronicles right there. Subway chronicles okay (laughs) angie's list is now angie the nation's largest home services marketplace they're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes whatever your home project big or small indoor or outdoor come to angie to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well with over 200,000 pros in their network angie makes it easy to research compare and hire pros to ensure a job done well 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects easy. 
We've used Angie at my house. We had some work done. Uh, we had some painting done. We are able to find a bunch of really qualified people with good rates through Angie and pick someone we were really happy with. It was super easy to use the app, super easy to connect with someone. We got the call right away, so we didn't have to sit around and wait. Your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. Angie gets the difficulties that come with home projects. Why not make it as simple as possible to tackle that project? Turn to Angie with confidence, even for major renovations or emergency repairs. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Uh, it was announced uh, a couple of days ago that uh, Shannon Sharp is joining oh. Stephen A. for what will be a, a, the new regular talk show. The uncle off. The uncle you off. You will Friday. never have to put your volume at anything higher than 11 when you're watching that show. I promise you that motherfucking much. Stephen A. and Shannon Sharp. Sheesh. That's I said it might be the first show that registers on the Richter scale. It you know what be. I mean? But well, I know none of us are like really, you know, still sports talk uh, radio guys. But I feel like I probably will like put that show on in the background and watch it from time oh, to yeah. time. How about you? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm actually interested, bro. This sure. is this is Brian and Wade in 2011 of the fucking <laughs> of of of, wow. of, of of the sports take mill. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yes, these are two fucking dudes, dude, two dudes who are top three at their at what they do linking up. You know what I'm saying? This is a huge fucking deal. Like I'm one for thing sure I, gonna be tuning in. I dig is that they like each other. 
You know what I mean? So like, it'll be funnier because they're talking to people that they fuck with. Yes, you but feel what how, I'm saying? how much does that make? I I I very much love to see friends arguing, talking sports more than me too. Than a lot of me too. Do, that, right? Exactly. That's why I think. That's why. I, go ahead. Go ahead. But how much does that make good TV? Because I think a part of the good TV that was uh, that was um you know Skip and Shannon was, was that good? There was some. There you was some, that, you thought that was good. There was some tension there where they they weren't really homies. You know what I'm saying? And they weren't scared to call each other out on some shit. I thought it stunk. But I what? think some of that. I, I thought that shit stunk. Shannon was immaculate during his. No, Fox I, I thought run. I liked Shannon, but I didn't. I, I never cared about anything that came out of Skip's mouth. You know, now, like with Stephen A and Shannon, I think that's a better dynamic. I think this makes for better television. I do agree with what you're saying. Like a little bit of animo- and it might get there at times. They're both very impassioned guys. You feel what I'm saying? But I don't think. I think like. It, it'll be they can go a little further when they're saying things and it'll be more funny because they're actually friends you know what i mean so i think i, I think that'll be more enjoyable for me to watch I, I, I think i think it's the opposite i think that a lot of people tuned in for skip and shannon because they wanted to see the gloves come off i think when you get two homies out there it's kind right. of sparring it's not you know what i'm saying a title bout really you feel me yeah but i, I mean, think these, that, these that high level sparring. like yeah, seeing but, bud versus 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 Shakur spar i'd watch that i'd pay for that you feel but what I'm I think saying? That, like, that unpredictability of like is like Shannon actually mad at him. I think they were selling that. I'm I'm with John. That it doesn't interest me at all. Yeah. Like, also, you know Skip, I mean? did you care what Skip said? Like that wasn't, argue a, that wasn't a high level fight. I, that's the right, shit yeah. I like to see, right? Yeah. yeah. But, but that wasn't the, a high level. Yeah. Go ahead. Go at ahead, the same time, when when Skip told him, "Put your glasses back on," that was high quality television. <laughs> Right, like we cannot deny the but facts. But how often here. did that happen? You feel yeah. me? Like yeah. I think you, you, have to, you have to get the slow boil, the slow build to that, right? And like, I think right. I think that I think they're good friends, but I think they'll disagree. You know, and they're not afraid to disagree. Yeah, yeah. And that'll if they were friends and they agreed on everything all the time, that's a good podcast, not a good te- television show. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, but I'm more I'm definitely more interested in seeing Shannon make Stephen A. break character. You know what I mean? In like making him like laugh, like getting him off of his, you know, kind of like ESPN bluster. So I, yeah, I'm I'm excited for it for sure. Um, one person who will no longer be uh, with them at ESPN is uh, Sage Steele, who has uh, departed for maybe not greener pastures, but pastures of a definitely of a different color. Um, what, uh, gentlemen? What what were your thoughts on Sage Steele's departure and message uh, from ESPN? Bro, she said she left ESPN to exercise her first her first amendment rights, her free speech rights or whatever. And then it was like the first story you tell us is how 85-year-old Barbara Walters beat your ass in the goddamn break room. <laughs> like, what are we doing here? Like, that's what you shackled yourself from, you know, unleashed the shackles from of the fucking oppressive left-wing media or whatever, however you want to paint the shit, to tell us that Barbara Walters' 85-year-old ass elbowed you so hard that you flew into a trash can. Like, you got out here and, you know, you admitted an old person beat your ass and then you lied about how bad they beat your ass. Like, that's what the free what freedom looks like to you, talking about how somebody beat your ass and then lying about it on top of that. Look, listen, bro. 
like I said, when this shit hit, <laughs> I was like, Sage Steele is out here over exaggerating about how an 85 year old woman beat her ass. This is a white woman we are dealing with right here, bro. <laughs> and we need to move accordingly after this because she has shown us at this very moment who she is. Because for one, I want to be clear here. I absolutely agree that Barbara Walters did elbow the fuck out of her, right? Like there are some old people who they get to that point where they're just like, bro, I'm just going to, you know, put hands on motherfuckers. I, I don't like. give a fuck. Right? right? You know Plenty of old people move like that. And I b- for sure believe that Barbara Walters gave that little shimmy that, you know, fucking um, Sage said she gave her. I do not believe that shit launched her four feet. Bro, listen, I want y'all to hear me on this. Sage Steele <laughs> said 85-year-old Barbara Walters hit her with an <laughs> elbow that moved her four feet off her block into a and made her crash into a trash can. Do you okay, know that okay. do you know that NFL offensive okay, linemen <laughs> NFL offensive linemen do not get four feet of separation on no. a push, bro? Okay, pause She said Barbara Walters pushed her four feet back. Okay, pause the po- pause the podcast <laughs> wherever you are. Move yourself four feet to the left. That is a and fourth imagine- grader. <laughs> Imagine an 85 year old person <laughs> putting an elbow in your ribs and knocking you that far. Hey, yeah, look, man. Shit, if bro. you're going to tell a story, make sure that motherfucker interesting, bro. You know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta, said, bro. You gotta, you gotta walk that fine line shit. between where we we, nigga, we can nigga, halfway believe a, you, though, bro. No, 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 no. You're safe still. I don't give a fuck about you anyway. You know, give me a reason to clown your ass. You feel me? To laugh at you. Thank you, Sage. You know what I mean? Give me that big old whopper that is completely unbelievable, but puts a extremely funny ass vision. I want to see that reenacted. Please, somebody reenact her getting bumped, flying four feet into a fucking trash can, bro. That is the Chappelle show, nigga. Okay, run me that, please. It's the big color, nigga. We need that. Curse the heavens for there not being video of Barbara Walters elbowing Sage Steels into a trash can. That is. All right, run me that footage. Uh, TMZ, do your thing. Goddamn. I'm going to bump a couple things to our midweek show is going to be on Thursday morning this week. uh, So look for the AMP link then. But uh, I guess it'll be Thursday midday if you're on the East Coast. But before we do have a couple segments before we get out of here. First of all, Tyler, you've developed a socio political thesis about the Dallas Cowboys that I think (laughs) needs to be shared about why the Dallas Cowboys truly are america's team (laughs) for one as a lifelong haters of the cowboys this is this is like my my life's work right here right this is some beliefs i've held to my chest very long um but anyway your magnum opus your magnum opus (laughs) my magnum opus but yeah um you know basically on 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 twitter there was a conversation on are you know on are the cowboys america's team and i was like yeah they are because um you know for one we have to acknowledge that the Cowboys have the biggest following of any NFL team in America, right? Like, we all have Cowboy fan uncles, Cowboy fan cousins, Cowboy fan homies. Like, you don't think, you know, oh, I'm going to Thanksgiving dinner. Let me get the jokes ready for my Jaguar fan, you know, uncle here, right? Like, like that's not how shit works. We all have, you know, people in our circle who are all Cowboy fans. They are for sure the most popular um, um, NFL team in America. But my whole thing is this. is like, bro, that's nothing to be proud of. Because y'all are a musty-ass franchise, and this is a musty-ass country. Like, y'all deserve each other. Like, like my whole shit is, yes, Cowboys are America's team because it's a bunch of losers who are clinging <laughs> to the past, who have, like, an inflated sense of, self, of self-worth, who don't realize that they're a laughing stock to everyone around them. 
and and like yeah for sure the potential is there right like but they won't ever be shit because they won't ever be able to pull it all together bro that's american as fuck you know what i'm saying and and the cowboys you, you you know someone reached uh, you know hit me back like bro we're the most lucrative team in in the fucking world we're the most wealthiest team in the world i'm like bro like that's my point like y'all are for sure america's team because the whole notion that there's no way that you can be incompetent and wealthy is an extremely american belief like y'all are the fucking elon musk of the nfl bro like y'all are american <laughs> as fuck you know, you know what i'm saying y'all are the donald trump of of, of, of this football right. shit you know what i'm saying We're so, worth eight billion dollars and can only buy three playoff wins in the last four playoff wins in the last whatever. 20 years right y'all four, won yeah. the last time y'all won a fucking super bowl was 1996 bro off the 95 season, we damn near coming up on the 30th anniversary of the last time y'all won a goddamn Super Bowl. And y'all talk about, like, hey, well, at least we're rich. Yeah, that's some American shit. Yeah, we're the wealthiest country in the, in the world. Yeah, we we ain't been shit ever, perhaps. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right? And, and, and my whole shit is, yes, that's my entire point. I know that the Cowboys are America's team because they have the largest following in this country of any NFL team. But the point is that you do not need to be competent in order to be idolized in America, right? The whole blueprint here is you just coast off your past success and you sell lies to the idiots who worship you. That's the formula. That's the blueprint. That's how we had a motherfucker, you know, go from the, the you know, the apprentice to the White House. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like that is the blueprint right there. That's American as fuck. So yeah, the Cowboys, y'all are for sure America's team. And it's for like all the wrong reasons that y'all don't want to be. Salute. I have nothing to add to that. Beautiful. Jackson cut print <laughs> social clip done. Um, okay, before we get out of here, it is Sunday. We got to do our Dookie Butts of the Week. Um, I'm going to kick things off with a tweet from one Kyle Kuzma, who is my Dookie Butt of the Week. Kyle Kuzma says, California getting hurricanes is proof y'all need to stop littering or the government just be trying things out. Oh shit! Hold 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 up hold up hold up hold up! That was a ride. <laughs> he, he took us from he took us from the flawed fucking you know the, the in, karma yeah right right yeah. the individuals need to account for their carbon footprint instead of the billionaires who are out here fucking us over. And then he said the government has got hurricane machines in the same fucking tweet. <laughs> like you don't see people with that same <laughs> with that That's same train of thought, right? That's range right there. Holy shit. Congratulations to Kyle Kuzma. I'm amazed. Dookie butt of the week. <laughs> I'm amazed. That is, that is <laughs> I didn't think he had it in him. You know what I that, mean? I thought <laughs> I thought that judgment, level of judgment he had was reserved for picking out clothes. So I'm, listen. I'm, I'm startled. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say what I want to say, but we'll talk after the show. All right, okay, all right. Next Dookie butt, uh, who, who's going next? Tyler, you go next. Yeah, um, I'll go next. I'll say, I'll say my dookie bucket, dookie butt of the week is um is Dana White. Um, oh yeah, yeah, we, we're gonna fucking take it there. But, okay, uh, <laughs> let's get some takes off. Let's get some Dana White takes off. Have, have, have y'all seen the new dude who won the bantamweight um championship in UFC, Sean O'Malley? Yeah, 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 yeah. Basically, 2014 yes. riffraff, right? Like. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tons of personality. Dude is hilarious, right? Like he came out there in the fucking rainbow cornrows and you know, knocked that man out, right? Like 
And, and I think that's his, commonplace too. Like those rainbow cornrows are like his thing. You feel yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like like I said, 2014 riffraff, bro. Um, <laughs> and, and the thing is, in his right after the fight, in his post fight presser, he went after Javante. He went after Tank. He said, "Yeah, you know, I'm ready to to, to you know hop in the boxing ring with, with, with Tank. You know, I think Conor I McGregor, knocked, right? Yeah, I think yeah. I knock him out too. And you know, of course, that's too much dip on your chip." Because Tank would beat the fuck out that man. Let's be real here. Especially in boxing. Yeah, especially in boxing. But but the underlying story here is that we might have gotten to the point where UFC guys are looking to get the the easy end to that one lucrative boxing bag that will pay them more than their whole career in UFC will pay them. Mm -hmm. Right? And so that's why Dana White is my Duke Butter of the year uh, of the week here because he's gone on record so many times and he's just flat out said like, bro, we're not giving our fighters a bigger piece of the pie. You stop asking me that question. That's not going to happen. Um, I saw somewhere that UFC fighters get like 20% of the company's revenue compared to other, you know, professional sports like the NFL and NBA where, you know, the talent there gets like 45 to 50% of of the um the revenue so it's a huge discrepancy there um and now you're gonna make me side with a terrible fucking person jake paul who has been he's been on his shit he's been very vocal about how how much of a a piece of shit dana white is in regards to paying his guys he's like bro my whole goal is to kind of unionize combat sports guys unionize boxing guys uh you know mma guys he might be just saying some shit but he's put the notion out there that needs to be considered right because the whole thing about why it will be so hard for combat sports guys to unionize is that that is a profession where you are making money one or two times a year, right? And that shit, and you've got a, a window of, you know, five to 10 years, 10 years possibly on the, on the maximum end Jesus, of you being a god. Right, exactly, right? So you've got about 10 times, you've got about like, you know, six to 10 times to really fucking, you know, do your shit, cash out, be set for life, right? So that's why I don't know if we'll ever see a a union in combat sports because guys know that, okay, if you're on the side of unions and you know that you need to work once or twice a year, you might get froze out, right? That might fuck your, your whole career up, your whole earning potential up. The shit you've been putting in since you were eight years old now, you know what I'm saying? That shit might get thrown all out the window if you decide for fair treatment of, of the talent of, of the industry you're in. So I'm not sure if, if if that unionizing shit will ever happen in combat sports, but yeah, Dana White is for sure my dookie butter of of the week here because he's someone who has just been yeah. you know flat out has come out and said that bro, it's not going to happen. We're going to continue keep you know to take the lion's share of of the of the profits here, and there's nothing that they can do about it. And you know what, sad shit is, he's probably right. Yeah. I mean, Tyron Woodley was a champion for years. Ferguson's like, own, yeah. Um, yeah, for, for years. And his biggest bag, I'm I have no doubt, was when he fought Jake Paul. He got mm-hmm. his he got Jake Paul's name tattooed on him so he can fight him again. That's how much money he made in comparison to the fights that he had in UFC as a fucking champion. Right. You know what I'm saying? Which is crazy. You feel me? So like that's that's I mean, yeah, it may it makes a ton of sense. Also, as gr- as big as UFC is, the big fights in boxing, like are, dwarf it, yeah. They they dwarf it yeah. in in money and in like you know how how compelling they are too. Like there's nothing like big boxing fights. The thing about boxing though is like 
Um, like if you have like two losses, you become B side almost permanently. Yeah. You feel me? It seems like it's just, and you could you could have like five, seven losses in UFC, go on a winning streak and be and get a championship. Uh, yeah. Thing is, the chip. Your you loss, I mean? your loss streak matters so much in UFC, right? If you yeah, get yeah. two or three in a row, you're done. Yeah. Yeah, it might be cooked. Yeah, depending on you know who you're fighting and how bad you get your ass whooped. Yeah, John, uh, yeah, so. your your Dookie butt of the week. <sighs> Dookie, rather mystery, come here. <laughs> you're the Dookie butt of the week. <laughs> oh, no. You're oh, my no. Dookie butt of the week no. because you're still Wife, you're hiding from me when you're taking Dookies. Okay, you Dookie in secrecy. We are married. We've been together for over half a decade, <laughs> and you're still Dookie in secrecy, talking about your pee pee when you're poo pooing. Okay, and. <laughs> It, it, is, it is time. It is time to come from outside the closet and show yourself your true self to your husband. Dookie in, 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 in Dookie, Dookie in the dark. Dookie in the dark. Dookie in secrecy. We have no secrets amongst us. We've had. I've seen you have a baby. Okay. You know what I mean? We've been there, dog. Okay. There's no need. All right. Jesus Christ. Oh rather, God. rather, Dookie Butt of the Week for Dookieing in, in the dark, as Tyler said. Jackson, you're Dookie Butt of the Week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got nothing that can top that. Mine was going to be a lot less funny. Mine was going to be climate deniers with All this right. fucking hurricane stuff, but John's we'll, is John's we'll, takes we'll the roll cake, out on so. John's. Like I said, we'll be back on Thursday for our midweek episode. We'll tweet the timeout with the link and all that stuff. Uh, and, uh, and then we have an interview. We're bringing back interviews for the Saturday episode. We'll tell more, uh, tell you all more about that on Thursday. And we'll see you all then. Hope everyone has a good start to the week with no uh, crazy weather events, etc., etc. See you all soon. Hiding behind the Bye. veil of pee-pee. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.